Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Anti-Think Tank. we got a couple of things to go through today, but first and foremost, I'd like to do a little bit of introductions to everybody. My name is my Ryan Mac Ingram. i got my two co-hosts here, Justin and Ian. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hi. Hello. <laughs> I think that does it. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> yeah. And That's episode enough. over. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> All right, well, first things first, I'd like to talk about the U.S. government leaking Xbox information in their uh, lawsuit in Microsoft versus the Free Trade Commission. Yeah, that's uh, fucking How about wild. that? Have you guys looked into that? Or yeah, no? I looked into it. That shit's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. like the, it, I know we had like a little segment on Ian's podcast about like talking about, we don't like people talking about leaks and everything because it could just end up not being true. But when the leaker is the U.S. federal government, it becomes a little bit, a little bit strange, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, like, that's that's absolutely insane. I personally don't know uh, much about it. Yeah, so a few of the things that came out is, like, uh, we got pretty much confirmed that there's going to be a Fallout 3 and Oblivion remaster that are under development. Uh, Dishonored 3, Ghostwire Tokyo 2, a new Doom game. Uh, Whoa, Microsoft- wait, 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 a new Doom game? Yeah, uh, titled Year Zero by the looks of things. Okay, you can go on, but that's awesome. I, it's like one of my favorite franchises. Go on. Uh, Microsoft internally was talking about like Baldur's Gate and very much undervalued it. Uh, it's expected that that's why it didn't originally get like an Xbox New Gen port. Uh, they called it a second-rate Stadia PC RPG, and basically, the hell? yeah, they estimated it at f- like Suicide Squad. Uh, the new game coming out that's like a really, like, from all the news we've gotten about it, it's going to be like a strange RPG uh, at 50 times the value of Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is only valued at like $5 million. Baldur's Gate 3 is considered uh, by many people to be game of the year. Yeah, and you you can see where some of the issues for Xbox are coming up just on that alone. Uh, we got a bunch of emails from people at the, like the head of Microsoft, like Phil Spencer, uh, Jean-Emile Elien. Uh One of my favorites, by the way, that pretty much confirms everything that I had uh, with Microsoft as one of their... One of my least favorite of the leading companies in gaming right now. Uh, Jean-Emile had this to say. Keep in mind, this is someone who's like near the top of the company. He's not like CEO, but he's way high up there. I will quote now. My turn to say. Honestly, I don't know. I don't really know what goes into closing a studio, how much funding versus personnel versus output feeds into the decision. In my mind, if a studio completely needs to prove their worth by being net value over their costs, it adds a ton of pressure to release hits on a regular basis. If a game is niche, though, too bad. Holy shit, really? End quote. Yeah. (laughs) This is one of the leaders in Xbox. (laughs) Just... Just the saying, if a game is niche, too bad, just tells me everything I need to know about how corporate Xbox has gotten and why they haven't really put out anything of interest in the last six years, at least. And yet they wonder why they've been lagging behind Sony and Nintendo for, like, what, five or six years now? Other news that came out, uh, one of the big ones is that their next-gen console is set for a 2028 release. So we got about five years until the next Xbox. Uh, they're doing a digital-only Xbox release as, like, their update to the new-gen systems. And then, whenever it comes to 
a few of the other things, like Phil Spencer really, really wants to buy Nintendo. And I almost wanted to laugh whenever I read that. Like, you're not going to buy Nintendo, dude. Just, just hang it up. Move it on. What would be what? the benefit of buying Nintendo? I mean, yes, you, you, you're you going to become a monopoly unless you try to attempt to buy a PlayStation. But, like, I don't know. The way how Nintendo's going. Dude, with the... If the Free Trade Commission stepped in and stopped an Activision purchase, I could only imagine what they would do with a, with a potential Nintendo purchase. Like, and Phil Spencer was, he, in these emails, he's like jerking himself <laughs> off over the news, too. He's sitting there going like, yeah, we are the best company that Nintendo can merge with. At any moment, they should just do it. Come on, do it. I want it. Now. Don't you like the fact that we don't have any exclusives and no one buys our console? I mean, maybe that's why they want Nintendo so bad. Nintendo's got one of the like biggest exclusive march- markets: Zelda, Mario, Metroid. So I, like, I mean, yeah. If Donkey I could Kong. just have that, if I could just have that, I'd be better than Sony. <laughs> Please. Like, wait, what, what exclusives? What incentive do I have to buy to buy the Xbox that came out a few years ago? What exclusives does it have? Uh, off the top of my head, like Forza, and I. I don't care. Forza, I, I, like they haven't done very good marketing either. Like uh, most of the things that they do in terms of Xbox, just immediately get ported over to Microsoft Windows on PC. So I have <laughs> yeah. never personally had an, had like any reason to go and get an Xbox, just because of the fact that all exclusives just come to PC immediately. Yeah, like I mean, as long as you've got a PC, if you basically if you've got a PC and a Switch, you can play pretty much every game on the market, aside from a couple of Microsoft and Sony exclusives. Yeah. Anyway, anything else that you guys want to cover on this news, or you want to move on to the next topic? Because I think we've covered most of everything here. Yeah, pretty much. We move to the next one, uh, unless hmm. I mean, what the what the news of a new Doom game coming out? I'm not gonna lie, that just makes my 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 butterflies going because uh, dude, it 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 butters my biscuit because well. like Ian said, like Doom is actually my favorite franchise. Like I. It, Doom is such a classic video game franchise. They've, you know, they've done so well with um, the uh, the reboot series of Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal. I just, like, I'm just saying right now, if it comes out on Xbox or a Switch or whatever, I'm going to buy it and it's going on the Doom Shrine. Yeah, for those yeah, who don't on, know, on yeah, Doom yeah. Shrine. yeah for, for those who don't know, Justin has a literal shrine to the Doom franchise in his office space. Uh we can probably put a picture up right here for our YouTube Absolutely. viewers. Uh, <laughs> it's, just... pretty, it's pretty based. Like, I, I'm a big fan of a few games, but Justin has prayed to Doom before, and it scares me to, a little bit. To put, to put anyway. in perspective how much of a Doom fan I am, uh, on the shrine right now, we have uh, Doom 2016. We have Doom PC from 1991. We have uh, Doom Eternal... Doom 64 on the Nintendo 64. We have Doom on the Super Nintendo. We have Doom 3 BFG Edition. <laughs> Definitely put up that picture for the YouTube. Um, I, I know that this isn't the topic. I want to say this like really, really quickly. Um, sure, go on. D- does, there, does everyone here have like fond memories of Doom Eternal? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've actually never played it. I played Doom 2016, never gotten into Eternal. Well, did you like Doom 2016? Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. 
Eternal is like 2016, but with more movement options. I mean, jetpack, freaking, uh, I know you didn't really like that in Halo, but here it just works. You've got a meat hook that you can, like, use as a grappling hook. I, it was 2020, I'm gonna be really, really quick about this. It was 2020, I had just gotten the news that I wasn't gonna be able to, like, get my senior year. So, like, I go through all 12 years at the same school, and then finally, I get to, like, the very end, and then it's January, and I just get the news that I will not be able to have my senior year. So senior skip day, you know, graduation, all of that stuff is just gone. So for two months, I was in a really bad depression. And then I believe, maybe it was around March or sometime, Doom Eternal came out. And it was the perfect frustration venting machine. I mean, I just sat there, and for two days straight, I had the best time playing that game. I was, I was able to get some frustration out. It looks beautiful, feels beautiful. I just had an excellent time with that game. Um... And yeah, I, I really love the memories, the memories that we can make with specific uh, pieces of art, I guess, is what I'm trying to, to get from. To show... Ian, like, Ian is like the most, one of the most chill people I know, but the image of him just sitting in front of a fucking TV and going, Eat a bat again, motherfucker! <laughs> like, I needed it! <laughs> Prepare for the glory kill, like, I remember when that game came out in March, dude, of uh, 2020, at the peak of pandemic. It's, it's, it's ridiculous for me to say this, but like... Like, the pandemic hit in, like, February the most. Like, everything when they shut down in February. Like, there's everything on the news about how scary it was, how many people were dying and all that shit. I didn't fucking care. I just knew that in March, <laughs> Doom Eternal's coming out. <laughs> and this whole pandemic was going to be worth it. <laughs> if you could go back and do it again, you would, you would cast you would cast another pandemic upon our species for for the new Doom game again. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's next topic. Right. So, oh god, uh, are other of you familiar with the YouTube channel Jubilee? Nope. Uh, Jubilee is like a very, very much like middle ground politics, and they try to get a lot of people to come together and just talk about a certain topic and go over things, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, they had an episode come out called "Conservative Blacks versus Liberal Whites." And uh, basically what ended up happening was it seemed like really good outside of like one extremely bad faith actor. Uh, one kid who was just probably shouldn't have been there because he was like an 18 year old kid who yeah. just seemed really into politics but not really understanding a lot of the things that go around him. Yeah. But the reason why this is a topic today is because there was a political YouTuber, one of the founding like online debate people called Destiny... He was on the panel for this episode, and a lot of like the really, really big left-wing uh, political streamers online really don't like Destiny. And so, whenever they would view this, it would be like, Okay, guys, so this guy's gonna say some things that you might agree with, but it's important to remember, he's a bad guy. And we shouldn't listen to him at all. You can agree with what he said, but he's a terrible person, just... Just ignore him. So I looked through some of the people who said this and some of their takes in the past. And I just wanted to kind of highlight some of the takes that uh, they've had. Uh, <clears throat> Hasanabe. Uh, have other of you heard of them? No. The name sounds he is really the, familiar. He is the largest political streamer on Twitch. And uh, he kind of like took a very, very bad face stance, poisoning the well to make less Destiny look bad because of his... He kind of has like a personal vendetta against him because they used to stream together and that relationship like soured. Mm. And uh, some of the takes that Hasanabe has had in the past is, uh, for instance, let me see if I can grab the quote. Uh, here it is. 
We should kill landlords. Oh. Uh, make their make the streets run red with their pig capitalist blood. If you're oh. black and your kid gets into an Ivy League school, you should be happy about affirmative action. Just shit like that. If there's an extreme on the left, Hassan probably enjoys it. The other person who did this, who did a similar thing is a guy called Vausch. And Vausch V, looking into him, it was like, oh my god, we could run an episode about this man alone. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to go over the Hassan thing before we go into Vausch, that's fine. You guys do you. We can do whatever you guys want in this little section. Uh, it's your show. You, uh, you leave the way. So Hassan has, like, the extremist takes, right? All right. Like, mm. uh, Vausch has the dumb takes. Like, I can see people wanting to watch Vausch for the simple fact that this man has said some crazy shit. Okay. Like, for instance, uh, he was, he decided to go into a debate with a PhD, uh, guy who had a doctorate in philosophy with zero prep. To try and talk to him about the phrase, what is a woman? Oh, God. Uh, oh, my. Taking, yeah, taking a neutral stance on this, but I just want to highlight that even if you support uh, Vouch in the argument, you kind of have to agree. He went about it in the worst way possible. Uh, he, the philosophy professor, put forward and said, okay, so no matter what, uh, water is going to be H2O. You have to point to, like, if you say water, you mean H2O. And Vouch responds, no, no, no. Uh, over in Mexico, it's not H2O, it's aqua. The fuck? Uh, I don't... (laughs) Why is he using a metaphor in, like, a serious conversation? I have no idea. He's done similar shit before. Uh, he has argued in the past that, uh, child porn is, like, equally... Buying a computer is like buying child porn. That is what he said. Uh, that is a direct quote. What is the correlation? Because, because children get exploited in cobalt mines to get, like, the materials to make the computer. And so it's the same thing. No, it's not. And it pissed me off hearing that. Like, it's, it I pissed mean, it's, me off a lot. It, it's, it is absolutely disgusting and terrible that, there are, that there's child exploitation at all on this planet. But that is simply not a comparison. Yeah, like it doesn't take more than ten seconds to realize that buying an Apple product still morally incorrect for buying from Apple. Samsung all the way, by the way. Uh, like buying from Apple is not the same as diddling kids. It's really not. And anyway, uh, an, odd, an odd decision from Good Servash. There, an odd, an odd uh, observation. Yeah, like. Every time I would scroll through one thing that he said, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. There's a there's a whole video somebody did just... It was like 10 minutes long, and all it did was control F. Vouch in his, per, in his private Discord and type in horse cock. <laughs> and it was just scrolling through all the times he's mentioned horse cock. In his what? own private Discord and saying that it's superior to humans, and I'm like, oh my god, what is this person? How does he have a following? We need to get him on the podcast. He'll fit right in. <laughs> I'm joking, Josh. I don't want you here. I don't want you here, bud. <laughs> I don't want you anywhere around me. He just, Please, we've he, already like. He comes on the show. He opens up with, "Well, guys, horse cock." 
No, he get he gets here. He he starts it off like really hot. He gets here. All right, guys, Vaporeon, yay or nay? <laughs> it's full fucking. What circle. opinions you guys got? Ryan immediately just slams his hand on the table. I got some things to say, buddy. <laughs> yeah, just he's got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> he's fighting for me. <laughs> oh my god. No, dude, screw that, dude. He seems he seems like a, he seems like a total attention hog. He just says like inappropriate offensive stuff i don't even he's one of those people that i can say for sure doesn't believe half of the stuff that he says he just loves the idea of coming across as someone with big lofty opinions and and the the weird part is like specifically in like the previous uh like the computer pornography comparison uh he has stated it multiple times in the past so he believes this he uses this as an argument like eight or nine times uh He's also said something along the lines of we should nuke Israel. And I'm just like, Holy oh my shit. god, what the fuck oh. is wrong with you? That's not, like, that's not an option in that conflict. It's it's also not our place to even, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like, then, keep in mind, this is a person with, I think, uh, I can actually pull up his YouTube channel and just see how many subscribers he has right now. Uh, YouTube, Vaush, V-A-U-S-H. 454,000 subscribers uh, uploaded a video five hours ago with 38,000 views. Uh, this is like a at least moderately sized political channel. Like People go to this person and listen to his opinions and are getting like radicalized, basically, Bro, by they, an like, idiot. Like, no, this is, this is one of the biggest problems, like, in the modern... In- I don't know if it's it's exactly modern day because there's a lot of people who have problems and things that they want to like fix about themselves, the ways that they want to change their lives. And they look upon these messiahs of political and philosophical like debate that don't actually care about them. Like I have no doubt in my mind that Vosh is just like, he may believe some of the stuff that he's saying, but ultimately I think we can all agree that he's someone from what I hear who just really loves the attention that he gets. And you get more attention with, like, a outlandish opinion rather than just a regular one. It's it, it's ridiculous. It's Let's just take all the Vosh fans and all the Andrew Tate fans and just, like, put them in a room and be like, hmm, why are you the way you are? How did you get here? What's what's so sad, though, is, like, um, so, you know, radicaliza- radicalization isn't a new thing. It's been around for centuries, you know, but it's scary in the modern days because yeah. it's, you can try to rag- radicalize someone and have a much more bigger audience and a much more easier way to achieve that audience. Yeah, like having a moderate opinion. Like personally, I'm, I'm, I. You guys know I say edgy jokes all the fucking time. Like it's just funny mm. to me. But I understand. when it comes to my like my political opinions, I'm very close to the center on a lot of things. I hate both parties. Agreed. Uh, both parties are kind of ass. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Like, I hate the Republicans because they hate unions and don't want prison reform. And the Democrats think, like, have some reason to have, like, a socialist wave going through them. And I'm just like, can we just shut the fuck up and just take the good in both of you and leave the bad and then move on? It would be great if more people could actually, like... it. it it's It's because... Like, this country keeps on splitting itself down the middle between two separate parties. And you have to choose a side. But... Like, anyone above the age of, like, 15 should realize that both sides have a point and both sides are equally right and wrong. Maybe not equally. I would say I'm, like, center, slightly leaning left, but I definitely, like, 
I I don't understand how someone can be fully one way or the other. In my I opinion. mean, in, in my in my yeah. in my uh, political opinion, um, yeah, I am like an independent. That's why I classify as I'm not either Republican or Democrat. Yeah. Rather though, I do lean somewhat towards to the left in some degree, but it's not like all the way to the fucking left. Like, agreed. You know, I lean uh, like socially. I'm socially I'm liberal. Uh, economically, I'm more right wing. Except like except for this like socially liberal thing, the only thing that I'll say that I'm against on like the socially liberal side is like I think that we definitely have like a border crisis going on. We need something down there to prevent uh, some like just tons of people pouring over and just have at least some sort of means to slow it down a little bit, you know. But uh, like I look at these people online that grow a following just by having the most out there fucking take possible. Because it's like it gets a headline. People want to click on, like, just to hear what this fucking moron has to say. Because he'll say some stupid shit, and you might get a laugh out of it. But then by doing that, uh, and I'm not saying he should be taken off the platform or anything like that. I just want to call him out to be a fucking idiot. Like, he yeah, goes man. out and says all these inflammatory things, and. Young audiences that are going through YouTube who want to get into politics and be taken seriously and such listen to stuff like this, mm-hmm. and you end up getting an entire like generation of people coming up into the American voting block who are going to at least somewhat agree with these drastic statements that well, just have no basis in and, reality. And, and and another another thing about that specifically, like he has to know just by analytics that he has a lot of like younger people like listening to him. And I don't think that that's specifically a case where like um, he has to be forced to change his way. But he does have to be socially conscious of the fact that he might be creating, he might be making people dumber. I mean, when I was like fifteen, I was pro Trump because he was funny because I was fifteen years old. Like there's a huge maturity gap between what fifteen and twenty. But he but he doesn't mm-hmm. care. All he cares about is all the attention he gets from his stupid ass fucking opinions. Like it's 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 like what you mentioned earlier. I call this the Andrew Tate effect, where you know he says these radicalized these f- ridiculous fucking statements, and everyone laughs at him. He gets the views for it, but the more views he gets, the more bigger he gets on the platform, reaches a much wider audiences, and they see all these young. The young men are, you know, listening to what he fucking says, and say, oh wait, he might be onto something. No, the, like, these these wor- these I, worthless young men who like like I, I'm going to get into this later. This is a huge thing, but I agree with you, Justin. I I do not understand how Andrew Tate can go to sleep at night after knowing that he is essentially creating a generation of sexists, hateful bigots. It's and after he went to jail for human trafficking, his fans were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he'll, like, get I'm, I'm, he'll get out. He'll get out. I was gonna say. I will say there's a a stark contrast between the two because Vouch he has terrible opinions, but at least he didn't fucking traffic anybody. <laughs> like, I, I yeah, know, no, but, like but, kind of know, a kind of a low bar. But I mean, the still. comparison I'm trying to grow here is the comparison of like he may have you know Vouch here started out with shitty opinions, everyone laughed at him, and because he got the view, you know his audience his his reach extended it's the exact same way as Andrew Tate did. Yes, granted. You know, one has you know a crime against him, and one doesn't. You know. Yeah, I, I get what you're meaning. Like it's, uh, like they're both growing an audience by taking the most radical opinion possible, and pretty much 
convincing a lot of younger viewers that this is the route that they need to go down to be successful, or et cetera, et cetera, or this is the way that the world should work, and that gets a ton of young people so far out of the Overton window that it's just absurd to me. It, it's awful. Anyway. It, it is, there is a legitimate public responsibility you have as an influencer to just... Like, I don't think it should exactly be a law, but just, like, have common sense, dude. Like, Andrew Tate knows that there are, like, lonely, uh, so, like, there's a male, people say there's a, la a male loneliness epidemic going on right now. With polls, they're saying that a lot of men, it was like, I think three out of every five men say that they don't feel like they could handle another relationship, um, so-and-so, they don't feel like they can open up to their friends, stuff like that, and that sucks. But Andrew Tate is legitimately monetizing their loneliness and taking advantage of it and being like, oh, well, you can be happy if you take my course and become a true <laughs> alpha male and and traffic women Dude. and go and, and treat women terribly. He's he's such an awful person. Andrew, I want you on the podcast just so just so I can uh, – I wonder how much, he, so we can talk wonder how much him, he charges for I this just want to talk to him. I 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 wonder how much, though, for the course on how to traffic women. Dude, we should we should do that as a shenanigan. Just try to get into Andrew Tate's cult. <laughs> That'd be a good idea. Also, off topic. I'm not guys... putting a fucking penny towards Andrew Tate. I'll tell you that right fucking now. No, I'm I not just... giving him a cent. I want to see him in real life. I, I, if I ever saw him, I would make him take his glasses off and look at me and see if he had the same confidence. Have you seen his goofy ass fan fiction, like fan art looking eyes? Have, yeah, Dude. yeah. There's a reason why he wears sunglasses. And like going back to your point, uh, I remember distinctly there's a video of like an Andrew Tate fan who's like severely autistic who walked into his classroom and was similarly like yelling at the teacher like. I am now the oh alpha. My God. You will listen I to saw me. That, shit. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. I was so like, I I felt so bad I for him, too. dude. I was like, oh my god, that, he's like, gonna be like thirty one day and just like trying to sleep and think back to that moment, and he's gonna kill himself, and that's <laughs> Andrew Tate's fault. I can just imagine the classic Andrew Tate fan when they grow up. They're like they're like thirty, and their wife is like, "Come to bed, honey." He's like, "I can't, honey. I'm on Facetime with Andrew. Don't you understand? He's the only one who gets me. He's the only one who understands." No, no, he I don't go to bed to go to you. Okay, you go over to this chair to come to me. I'll go to bed, and then you go to me. Okay, that's how the social dynamic is supposed to work. And if you don't understand it, then you can leave. Because all I need is Andrew. Isn't that right, Andrew? Andrew, are you there? Andrew? Oh, he already he already took my money. He already took my money. <laughs> Bro, these these gurus are ridiculous. Oh my god. Uh, screw Vosh. Screw Andrew. Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired of uh, these teenager influencers making the world worse. And I really hope that once they get to be like 20, 21, they realize that it was all garbage and they need to form their own opinions. All right, moving on. Uh, Senator Bob Menendez, I'm assuming that you've heard this news, uh, he had a conspiracy for bribery charge, uh, lobbied against him, or levied against him, I should say. Uh, he allegedly, allegedly, even though we, it's almost pretty much publicly known we've got him as red-handed as we can, but we still have to use allegedly because it could technically be coincidence that he had, uh, Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, including gold and a luxury convertible, gifted to him in exchange for uh, him using his position as a senator. 
to benefit uh, Wael Hanna, Jose Urbe, Fred Diabas, and the government of Egypt. Uh, you know, could just be coincidence, but wanted to cover it because... Holy shit. I don't shit. know, I don't know, Ryan. I don't, I don't see enough evidence here to convict this man. Like, <laughs> dude, the gold bars they found, if I'm not mistaken, this this could be me being an American idiot who doesn't know what the seal of Egypt is. But I want to be an I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, calm down there. Calm down there, Green Day. You said American idiot. You said American idiot. You know what? You know what? Go on. But yeah, like the <laughs> yeah the gold that they found has like seals stamped into them that I think uh, let's see if I can find open image a new tab here we go it is still too small uh, I can't really make out like what the seal says but it's like it, it's as obvious as possible this shit's coming from like Egypt and just the fact that of all places on the planet Earth. To be buying out our politicians, it's fucking Egypt. That is, that is I can't wild. wait to see this man go to court and his lawyer tries to defend his ass. Dude, keep in mind, this guy sits on like the Foreign Relations Committee, I think. So, you're, they got a pretty high-value target when they gave uh, him a your, convertible. Your Honor, um, my client uh, pleads oopsie-doopsie. My client, my client pleads, did I do that? <laughs> your Honor, my client... He says that it was a little bit of a fucky wucky oo woo. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> please, please don't send him to Pwizzy Wizzy. It would make me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's okay, God. kitten. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, J bro! Just a, just imagine, just uh, just I I I was listening really close to the Discord like, moderator court of law. Oh my god. Bro, I can literally see it. Just, just, oh. Hello, I've noticed you haven't been on Discord lately, kitten. You may have to go to prison for a few weeks until you can respect daddy again. Can we get Phoenix Wright, can, can we get Phoenix Wright as his lawyer? Objection! Not even the real Phoenix Wright. The Phoenix Wright from uh, the Baku series. <laughs> my client, he and I quote, didn't do shit. <laughs> Like, dude, a couple hundred thousand dollars in a convertible is all it takes to buy a senator now. Holy that's so shit. S that's so sad. That's so cheap. We could do that. <laughs> Can we really? Bro, like, for real? With, en with enough time, we could own a senator. <laughs> we could literally have it mandatory that you have to listen to the new anti-think tank episode before bed under punishment by... <laughs> Wizzy, under punishment by Pwizzy Wizzy. Dude, we run a fucking... We can, run, we can run a whole service called Own a Senator. We can, like, give out loans. Bro, for only $5 a month, you can own an actual member of government to do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> do like, one of those, like, uh, Sarah McLaughlin ads and shit like, for only $3 a month, this senator can vote exactly how you want. <laughs> Ted Cruz will be at your house at the slightest drop of a hat. I'm gonna force K.I.V. to watch Demon Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna turn all of the government officials into weeds. Dude, you're gonna get a third nuke dropped at this point, like... <laughs> no, dude, just Holy imagine... Like, the, 
whoever's in charge of the nuclear launch codes, like I, I force him to watch. I force him to watch like tons of anime all day, and after like four weeks, he just goes ballistic and then like just like drops the all of the nukes he has on the land of the rising sun. <laughs> He's like, I swear to God, if I watch one more fucking Japanese animation. If I, if I, have I to swear see- to God, if there's a one more incest or fucking isekai anime that comes out this fucking season, Tokyo's getting it. <laughs> Tokyo's getting it. I swear to God, if Gojo actually died in the new JJK chapter, y'all are next. <laughs> Man just drops it. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, senators, how much will it take for me to get y'all to watch some uh, Death Note? Because I, you know, hit my line. To the FBI agent who is listening to this podcast, we do not want to commit bribery. We do I, not want to commit bribery. We do not want to commit bribery. I, I don't we want do, to. However, find it hilarious. I, unless I am able, unless <laughs> I don't want I'm to able com- to bribe my local state senator with a bag of hot Cheetos, then I'm not interested. <laughs> also, also Japan, I do not want to nuke on you. You provide most of my entertainment. Please keep doing what you're doing. Pay your animators more, though. Uh, but disclaimer, uh, K.I.V., please, could you please watch anime with us? K.I.V., please get on the podcast. You have got, you have got to see the new episode of Black Butler. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, I have a little segment here. You had, like, Is This True last week. We had the history trivia on my week. So, I oh, wanted God. to combine them a little bit. Is this history? So, every correct answer will give you one point. Uh, basically saying whether or not this is a true event that occurred or whether or not it didn't. Uh, so... Everybody understand the rules of the game? Yes. Everybody... I got to write it down. Hold on a second. What now? Right, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> okay. So, okay, okay. question or true or false number one. Uh, this is called the Siege of Suiyang. Uh, it is a famous battle in Chinese history due to the use of strategic cannibalism in which 20 to 30,000 civilians were eaten as a strategic measure. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay takes one bite. It's wrong. That is true. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with false because there was no bottle and no butthole. Uh, this is true. Woo! This bro. is true. Are uh, you kidding me? At the siege of Suiyang, it was a rebellion against, I believe, the Tang Dynasty. I don't have all the details here. Just have the general question and true false below it. Uh, mostly because I was sick in my stomach reading about some of these events and didn't want to uh, continue. But, uh, basically, they had been besieged, they had lost all their food, and so they wanted to keep the walls standing and hold the line against the invading forces with, like, the 2,000 men against 130,000 that they had. And said, like, alright, we're out of food, but we have a lot of women and children. (laughs) Oh, bro. Human beings are not created perfectly. Like, after, like, two days of of no chicky nuggies, we're just like, oh, well... (laughs) Bye bye, Bob. After after hearing this, I feel oh, well. uh, less excited to be right about this answer. <laughs> Agreed. I was hoping yeah. it was fake. I I wanted it to be fake when I first heard about it too. But like this one question is why I started this whole segment in the first place because I figured you know what the fuck else is out there. Anyway, yeah. good starter. So, question number two: During World War Two, the United States attempted to use incendiary weapons where each contained a hibernating Mexican free-tailed bat with a small-timed incendiary bomb attached to it. That's false. True? It sounds very specific. 
It is true. Woo. Holy uh, shit, really? Yeah, they were going to use them on the firebombing of Japan. Uh, it was approved by the federal government. They were going to do it. And uh, unfortunately, while they, some of them were getting rigged with the small incendiary bomb, they escaped the hangar and exploded and uh, set fire to the entire hangar bay. Oh my god. I wish there was a camera pointing at me right now because my jaw dropped when I fucking heard that. <laughs> that literally sounds like the plot of like a Telltale, not a Telltale game, like a Bethesda game. That's wild. It does. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. All right. Damn. Number three. In the year 1410, Charles VI of France earned the epitaph The Mad after he ordered 100 captured English knights to have their genitals maimed via flogging. Um, True. I do know that the, I do know that uh, uh, European countries do love genital mutilation over the years. I'm going to go with true. All right. And Justin, what's your answer? I, I say true. This one is false. Ah, fuck. Yeah. While Charles one... VI did earn the epitaph, the mad, and it honestly wouldn't be out of character for him to have done this, uh, he never ordered them to do CBT against the English knights because he lost every engagement he ever had with the English uh, throughout his entire reign, basically. I like how the only one that you made up is the one that involves smacking people's dicks and balls around. <laughs> it's the only one that ended up being fanfic. Uh, next question. Uh, the U.S. Air Force dropped a toilet filled with napalm during the Vietnam War to commemorate the six millionth pound of ordnance dropped during the conflict. Oh my god, this, this has to be true. Is it true? Please tell me it is. What is your answer, Ian? Uh, true. This one is true. Yes. It was nice. attached to, I believe, a B-52 bomber. It was a literal toilet just filled with napalm. I remember hearing about this. That's why I, when I said true, I'm like, please let it be true. I, I don't be fucking wrong about this. It sounds like a Moe's commercial. All right. Just a toilet filled with napalm. That's just... No, that... That shit's just what happened after we did the spicy noodle challenge, dude. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. The sequel. The sequel. All right. Go on. In 1642, Venice was invaded by a massive flock of birds, which had contracted an illness, making them much more aggressive. They attacked much of the population, they would steal hats, and they are actually responsible for drowning a prominent member of the House of Mocenego. False. Sounds false. Which is, which is basically uh, the Venetian version of a Kennedy. Okay. Uh, true. Let's go true. All right. This is false. I made Fuck. it all up. What a great story. Oh, my God. That was really interesting. It sounded, like the, it sounded like a Hitchcock movie. And the final uh, question. I believe you two are tied at this point. I haven't been keeping track. I don't care about the, the point totals. No, no, no. No, I, uh, I, will get, I will get a prize if I win. And if I don't, I'm not playing anymore. The final one, chances are you both know this one because it's a, it's a like, fairly talked about situation. Uh, the popular American-made children's TV icon Big Bird almost died in the Challenger disaster. That is true. Is that true? That is true. That I remember hearing about that shit. Uh, the original plans from NASA were to get children interested in the space program was to put Big Bird on the Challenger. And uh, this was denied because they didn't know how to make get the suit to work as an astronaut uh, 
And so they just kind of put a teacher on there. And uh, the rest is history. That's awful. So let's 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 stop for a minute here. Um, so we're we could be living in an alternate timeline where Sesame Street would have to explain why Big Bird died. Oh man, uh, keep. And it would have been Ronald Reagan's fault too. At least it looks <laughs> like it. Uh, looking well, it throughout his, history, it, it was because, his idea uh, to want to bring. I want to bring attention to the space program, and especially um, kids. Yeah, Classic it was also Reagan his L. idea to... He wanted to basically, like, during his State of the Union address, uh, it's not, like, confirmed or anything, but it's... We have a lot of facts that point to this conclusion. That he was... During his State of the Union address, which was the date of the Challenger launch, uh, he wanted to, like, call up and show this teacher mid-aired, like, during the State of the Union, right? Like, make a huge yeah. spectacle about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, NASA had told the Reagan administration, like, hey, we can't launch on this day because, like, weather patterns and everything else we have to delay. But Reagan really wanted this shit to happen. And oh so it's not confirmed that Reagan, uh, like, pushed them to do it on that date against, you know the rocket scientists saying that they shouldn't launch the Challenger on that day. But it's heavily implied well, I mean, this, that see, Reagan this is, gave him a little this push. Is why, that's why this country is broken. Why did the person with less information and less intelligence make the final decision? That's so stupid. Well, that's not entirely true. I mean, when I watched the documentary on the whole situation, I'm listen, when it comes to Challenger, any kind of spacecraft, I, I watched all kinds of shit on it. But anyway... In documentary, it didn't say that he himself kind of did it. I mean, yes, he did make the comment saying he wished it could happen, but it just didn't happen. But, or I think, I'm not sure if it did or not. But I remember they're just saying that, you know, NASA at the time weren't as strict as they are now. But uh, I remember looking into it a little bit, and it does seem like he, I'm not saying he called for them to do it on that day, but just the fact that it would have lined, like, it would have lined up on the State of the Union address, it would have done everything, it looks like, at least to me, my conspiracy tinfoil hat-filled fucking brain, he at least gave a heavy push to do the Challenger launch on that day. And so we couldn't have lived in a reality where children would have tuned in in elementary school to watch this Challenger thing, knowing Big Bird is on that fucking thing, and that, watch that thing go up in fucking flames. And not only that, but that think about it. insane. For, for years to come after that, they would probably have like anniversary days of when we lost Big Bird on PBS. Would they have? What, okay, I'm just gonna say something. Would they have written him off the show? That's what I'm saying. That they probably would have done it. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. Like Sesame Street and like uh, Muppets and everything else. Like the actors who play them are basically that character. It takes like 20 years to train to be one of these guys. And so I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they would have had no one to replace him. Yeah. So, yeah, Big Bird, like, not just the actor, but the character as well, would have died in the Challenger disaster. That is an insane bit of trivia. Thank you. (laughs) Like, oh my god. Anything anything else in these things you want to go over? Like, uh, the... Uh, go over more about like the siege of Suiyang because I got a couple more things about that one. If you guys want to get discussed, no, I'm good. We can move to the next topic. Sure. Uh, right. well, that it, was my last. If you topic want to, you can. <laughs> that, was that was basically it. my last scheduled. To- yeah, that was my last scheduled topic for the day. I, there wasn't there that much that happened in the last week. In all honesty, 
We've had a very slow week, thankfully. Uh, I'd rather have less topics uh, and have to fill time a little bit with uh, what you guys want to talk about or just some bullshit than uh, talk about, like, uh, World War Three. or well, something. I, I got two things I want to mention oh, real quick. shit. Uh, time to goofing. Time for goofing. Time for goofing. It's time for goofing. Anyway, I got uh, two things I want to mention here. Um, it's funny how we, we started off your episode, Ryan, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, with uh, a moment of silence for um, the lead singer of Smash Mouth. And uh, within this last week, we've had two people pass away. Uh, who would who? that be? All right, let me look up their names exactly. Who was it? Nobody important enough for me to remember. Listen, my brain well. is just like <laughs> shot. Okay, I can't remember shit. I can't remember what I ate yesterday. Okay, give me one second here. I know one guy. I forgot his actual name, but he was the uh, the creator of the physics gun and Gmod. Oh, okay. I used to play Gmod for hours. I'm trying to find his actual name here. Rip to a real one. Uh, his screen name was Dave Orr, or Dave Zero Orr. R. Um, it was a tool gun. I'm sorry. I'm retarded. He was the creator of the tool gun, and he had passed away at the age of 35. Bro, that's that's terrible. I hate, I hate hearing about anyone who dies that young. And the second uh, person that passed away was uh, David McCollum. Um, he was the he was mostly known for his role in NC, NCIS, and uh, he died yesterday uh, at the age of ninety. That one I'm a little less you know sad about. Man has a whole legacy and tons of episodes people can look back on. Uh, that that one I'm kind of sad about only because uh, you know growing up my father loved the hell out of NCIS. Dude, tons yeah. of old people. My grandmother used to watch that shit all the time. I didn't get it personally, but, you know. I, I, don't, really, I don't really get, tons like, of if it had been, I will say, I will say, uh, personally, I would have been mourning much, much harder if it would have been the golf doctor that died. But, uh, you know, David <laughs> you McCallum. Talking about, are you sorry, talking about Abby? But, yeah. I said golf doctor, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, 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 you did, boy. <laughs> Finna make me act up like an old thirsty hound dog. Uh, Okay. Uh, Anyway, it's funny, though, how you mentioned, like, (laughs) all old people watch that show. I mean, my dad watched it. He wasn't that old. I mean, he died when he was 51. That's, like, middle-aged. Yeah, I I mean, like, I I feel like it's, you know, it's one one for, like, the adult crowd, you know, uh, 35 and above. Older. I'm 24, okay? I'm well, is, does that does that tweak your nipples right there? Like <laughs> older? Is that more accurate for you? My nipples have been tweaked ever since emo doctor anyway. lady was mentioned. I'm disturbed that we're not we talking talk about, about it more. Um. Yes. No. Maybe so. I can figure something out here. Hold on, boys. I got. I I don't have much. Oh, yeah, the whole Trump news about the fucking wanting to buy a Glock thing. That was not really news. <laughs> it, just, it was just kind of there. I don't know about it. And Trump said that he wanted to buy a Glock. And that's, that's the news story. <laughs> that's it? Who the fuck reported on that? That, that was the news story. <laughs> like, he was like, under an indictment, it would be illegal for him to buy a gun. Yeah, but he just said he wanted to buy the gun. He didn't say he was buying it. He just said, I want to buy a did, Glock. Did a, Glocks are great did guns. Did CNN report on that? Uh, chances yeah. are, yeah. It was like a fucking... I saw a picture of the gun that he wanted to buy. I gotta admit, amazing choice of gun. 
Like, that thing looked like gold-plated, had like a Trump sticker on the side of it. It was made for him. Man, just uh, I could I could literally see Trump like pistol whipping someone if they if they uh if he asked to ask, oh, if he yeah, has to ask him twice. I found something we could talk about. The SAG after strikes have officially come oh, to a shit. conclusion yeah. with an agreement between the oh, uh, yeah with the union. I and forgot the about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the it's not it's I was going to talk about that on uh, my episode, and the specific reason why I kind of wanted to wait until next week was because it's not finalized yet, and no one has actually signed the contracts that they need to, so it could still go on for a couple of weeks. All right. Well. well thanks, Ian. We almost had a topic. <laughs> Fine. Talk we about it. I don't care. I don't care. No. No. You know no, what? No. Will... No. Have fun. I don't want to talk about it anymore. No. You made the decision. You um, have to I guess we that. could throw in uh, a topic that I was going to talk about last episode. Um, uh, televangelists. I'm not sure how fitting that will be in this episode. Dude, oh. we we covered like rich, like uh, strategic cannibalism. I think we're going to be fine. All right. Well, let's talk about. Let's... Yeah. All right. So cut. Yeah. Cut out. Cut out the last six minutes, and let's just do a televangelist thing. All right. Well, uh, my topic I want to talk about for uh, for for Ryan's episode here is. Um, Let's talk about televangelists. Um, real quick, what is your two opinions on them? Like, for total like uh, transparency and such, you when we recorded the noodle episode, like shortly afterward, you did show us some shit, and I was like, "There's, there's no way these people are real. This is a cult." Okay, and for, and for context, um, the video that I showed them was a YouTube video by the name, but it was by the channel of Vic Berger. Um, he had a, made a compilation of all his edits on the Jim Baker show. And for those who don't know, Jim Baker is like a, he was a multi-million dollar uh, televangelist with his wife, um, Tammy Faye. And um, they went to jail for embezzlement, which was awesome, or fraud. I can't remember which one. They went to jail. Woo. And uh, Jim Baker got out of jail, and he is still doing it. He's still on his broadcast, and he's still... Uh, He's still preaching the end of the world, boys. He's preaching that doomsday is coming and only he can save you. With what? With his his uh, food buckets. Okay, but wait, but wait, wait. What if Jim Baker is actually Doom Guy? Truly <laughs> preparing us for the demon takeover. Just imagine, bro. Imagine if the pair of demons come out and Jim Baker just starts hitting him with some glory kills, bro. Just... Mm. Dude, I... I'd be impressed because he's been talking about the Doomsday for like 25 fucking years at this point. Like he hasn't stopped <laughs> every single episode. Like even one episode, he goes like, "It's coming soon, boys." It's it'll come back eventually. It's, it's coming soon, boys. It's like in the days, it's coming. You gotta repent. You gotta repent. And that statement was made like maybe 20 years ago, and here we are 20 years later, and it's like it's coming soon. Yeah, you gotta be ready. Get it. Buy my for food us. buckets for, for, for. that has the worst rice and broccoli cheddar you'll ever taste in your whole life. But you gotta buy it. It's gonna save your ass. For a, dude, for a small payment dude, of five ninety nine ninety nine, you can. Jesus will love oh my you God. as well today. He was trying to sell like twenty of those buckets, and his price tag on it was like two thousand dollars. Bro, <laughs> not only that, but like when it zoomed in on his face as he was taking a bite, and he like he gagged choked. a bit. When he choked <laughs> on the soup they made, dude, he choked on it. It's so bad, like, dude. It's so disgusting too, watching them like making the food bucket. Hey, it's a bucket of food. It's not like a non-preservative. You've cooked the fucking food. It's Which, done. by the way, a little fun fact for everybody <laughs> listening. Um, so 
if any of you are watching or if any of you are listening to this right now and you're big fans of Good Mythical Morning, they did do a video on the Jim Baker buckets. And to put into context, in case you didn't see that, um, so this this bucket is advertised for the for when the end of the world comes, and you know you have no power, no electricity, you can find a way how to cook these foods. Um, the pizza that came in one of these buckets required a full functioning kitchen. Which I don't think you're going to have access to when, when like, Johnny Cash and Satan are outside your door with shotguns ready to break <laughs> exactly. the door down. Anyway, um, but when it comes to te- televangelists, though, I want to bring up one televangelist in particular. And he is literally Satan himself. Um, his name is Benny Hinn. Have any of you heard of this gentleman? I've... If somebody is called a televangelist, I just don't know about them or listen to them because I don't respect them. Well, ben- Benny Hinn was the Same one here. that... I know about them from you. Well, the Benny Hinn, Benny Hinn was the one that's known for um, the whole faith healing. He's known for that, right? But he takes it... Oh, But he takes shit, it yeah. to a whole extreme. Like, like I've been to churches before where someone would be like, oh, I've got severe backache. You know, it's like some grandma sitting there, you know, holding her back. And the preacher's like, oh, we'll we'll pray over your back and we'll heal it right now and shit like that. Like, it's, that's general, generalized pain that can be healed with placebo, right? But he'll take people on that have, like, actual, like, cancer. And they're going to die from it. And they're actually taking chemotherapy. And chemotherapy, it just... Yeah. He'll sit there, he'll pray over them, and the whole audience is cheering on and whatnot, and he'll even say, you don't need that anymore. You were healed. And I shit you not, two weeks later, okay. they're dead. Okay, I, 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 I genuinely feel like people who do things like that bring people fur- like further away from the faith that they're trying to peddle. Look at the lead singer of uh, Metallica, James Hetfield. His uh, mother had cancer, and his family was extremely religious, and they didn't go to any kind of doctor or do any kind of treatment because his dad and mother said that the Lord would heal her and she died. And so for James Hetfield's rest of his life, he was filled with anger. That's why he created Metallica because he needed to get his anger out because he thought it was ridiculous that they just let his mother die. There's a song on their uh, fifth, uh, fourth album called Dyer's Eve about it. And it's, uh, it's very excellent. I I truly can't stand, uh, I can't stand when things like that happen, especially with, there are passages in the Bible about the fact that the Lord has given us the intelligence to do certain jobs. Doctors are here to do a job that no one else on the planet can. And there's a reason for that. And so the idea that the Lord can help you when a doctor can't just have the doctor help you because he's here. But like, it's, it's so fucking dumb to me. Like, I'm a capitalist, right? Like I, I believe in capitalism and everything, but there's a certain point where somebody needs to step in and say, okay, okay. you're just abusing these people. Like, that is all you're doing. You have made millions of dollars taking these people who are desperate for anything, just a little bit of hope, and you are ringing them for every drop of fucking money oh, that you can. Yeah, I, I got more stories about Benny like, Hinn, okay? Like, one of these uh, kids that came on the show... Uh, it was an Indian family. They they traveled all the way from India to come see Benny Hinn to get their son healed because all other you know treatments have failed. And again, this is desperate, really fucking desperate shit. You know, I I feel for the family. And of course, Benny Hinn prays over them. And a news channel followed up with the family about months later after this happened, 
And he, Benny Hinn was still suggesting to this family that they send him $2,000 a month to make sure the prayer worked. That is disgusting. $2,000 a fucking month for nothing. And they still did it. Dude, the Catholic Church... The Catholic Church didn't rip people off that bad when they had fucking paid indulgences. Like... <laughs> for real. That is some shit so... Like, there were wars that were fought over less I know, shit like, than it's, that. It's so oh, sickening. And, of course, the child died. You know, of course, he's dead because, you know, there's nothing, that, there's nothing else they can do for him. But it's just, it's so sickening. Like, how can you go to sleep at night telling a family with a dying child to send you money for $2,000 a month to make sure that this imaginary fucking prayer worked? No, I'm... Like, I'm generally a pacifist. I don't want anybody getting hurt for anything, but holy fuck, dude. If there's a person on Earth that deserves a brick through their window... Now, I know. I know. ...that lands conveniently on your head... There's a person on this Earth who deserves a visit from EGP-445, like, next week. <laughs> it's this guy. Oh my god. Like, he's, I, just I lying in, he's just lying in bed. The fucking... A car passes by and the headlights just illuminate the shadowy figure of edp in his fucking doorway man blocks out the entire light of the moon he's got a box of cupcakes <laughs> in his hands ready to uh, go to the front door like hey every car that goes by he gets just a little bit closer <laughs> it's like a, it's like a meat canyon episode it sounds almost like uh the hashing <gasps> slasher Bro, that's final car goes by he's just lying in bed his arm around him <laughs> no sit wait <laughs> Then the episode ends. It's just good night, folks. That's all. Da, 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 for the whole comedy routine. Do we need to say <laughs> Glockal Trump, Glockal not, Trump, not, new Donald Ian, is new Glock. Ian, everyone, you're, you're inciting violence. Stop it. We incited violence earlier when we, when we were talking about nuking Japan. No, that was that a joke. Was a we knew this time. That was very, <laughs> like you said outright. We need to. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't disagree. I don't That's... disagree, but we can't do that. Cut we it out. Cut that. it out. Cut it out. But cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. We can't out. broadcast. We can't broadcast a call to <laughs> this man. <laughs> that would be illegal. Okay, cut it out. Keep the EDP part in. Start from back. Uh, yeah, this guy's a really bad guy. I don't like him. <laughs> I think I would just censor what you just said, and that way we won't be held liable for it. Dude, no, just have a really long censor. No, just have a really long censor bar. Just yeah, I think that we should be for like ten seconds. No, just cut all of it because it's not gonna fucking. Just just get rid of it. You can leave in this part about us saying to cut something, just so that the viewers don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But just know that Ian said something. <laughs> That we needed to cut. And I wa I'm just happy that it wasn't me for once. <laughs> I'm part of the club Listen, now. Listen, like, it's it's always a shocker when it comes to you two. It always is. Because, like, like I mentioned, when it comes to the podcast, and when I was, you know, record when I was thinking about, like, who could really make this podcast come alive? And I knew Ryan and Ian would be the, the best choices for this shit. But I knew deep in my heart, I'd be very scared of what Ryan has to fucking say. While Ian here... Just straight up fucking incited violence. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm just, sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's just gonna get to that point and just gonna say, just straight up fucking beep. <laughs> 
<laughs> just to make sure that we have all bases covered, uh, all good. right? All right, let's drop it. This guy's a bad man, all right? He's a bad man. He's a baddie, all right? We we, we need him put in 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 in, in prison. The with whole you, fucking right? last section of this podcast is gonna be nothing but censor beeps, and I, I I can't wait to edit this. Bro, why no. you were the one who mentioned this man? You're telling me he doesn't sound like an antagonist? No, he is. He he's an awfully bad person. I really like honestly. What was his name? Just so I know, like exactly who I'm. Benny Hinn. B e n n y space h i n n. I'm sorry, I went all in, man. Like after hearing about that that Indian family, it really messed me up, and I just I really did not like that guy. All right, Benny. Uh, you can ask Ian how this feels, but it's got to happen. What? Got to go to the corner now. No, 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 no. I get one free pass. Can, can I get one free pass? Not you. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking <gasps> to Benny. Your <laughs> time will come. He's got his sights on you. We're gonna be not. We're gonna be non-specific. But let's just see. Say it's a. It's a certain corner. Benny Hinn, if you could just just watch While our you're... highlight video on it, you'll you'll understand everything. Just imagine he comes out with a video. These heathens of the anti-think tank trying to take me down for doing the Lord's work. The devil. What? What are the fucking audience? Who the fuck is the anti-think tank? Just pull it up and it just hard cuts to... No! No! Please! No! No! <laughs> no, it just plays our trailer. It just plays the, the minute trailer for the channel and all the oldsters are just like, what? Oh my god, Satan's real! <laughs> What's so funny too is that um when I advertise this uh channel on my Facebook page um <laughs> most of a lot of my friends on my Facebook page um uh, went to the church I used to go to so if if they were listening up to this point they're not now I mean if they sub- if they sub- dude your if they dude your pastor is sitting there like oh I'd like to see what some of my some of my flock has done in their lives. You tell me people don't shut <laughs> off the Pokemon! Bro, I can, I, can li- uh. I can literally see your pastor just sitting there like, Oh, let's see what brother is up to today. Vaporeon! <laughs> <laughs> the Spanky Boy Corner! Mac and Cheese Footer! What is this? This is not the doctrine. I'm just glad I, go to, I don't go to church anymore. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't have to put up that ridicule. I, Dude, I can just fucking imagine like a, you're sitting there in the rows at the pews just looking forward and he like keeps mentioning things just vaguely similar to something we said and just staring directly <laughs> at you. It's like not the eyes of anger, just, but the eyes of disappointment. <laughs> just imagine. Just the more, like everybody just starts like looking up at the pastor who's staring and just like turning their head towards where he's looking at. You're just... Deadpan, staring forward, just like trying your damnedest not to be like, yeah, that just was like me. my fellow, my, my my congregation. We have a a rotten apple on our group today, and like he looks right at me. Everyone turns, look at me too. I'm just like, oh, oh hey, how you doing? Bro, I, dude, I just got a weird vision in my head of him like calling you up for a game show <laughs> in front of everyone, where you have to, where you have to answer questions about the podcast. <laughs> so what was this about a Mickey Mouse ball gag? Oh, I, everyone in the congregation is like, oh, I saw that shit at his house last week. 
Now I knew we now, had son, one. What is this about uh, a, a toy that's shaped like a man that jerks off his penis? <laughs> now I've never heard of a penis <laughs> myself, but it sounds filthy. <laughs> Bro, no, just imagine he's like, all right, Mr. Dawkins, first question. Uh, he put what in the mac and cheese? So tell me, son, tell me, son, t- t- tell me, son. And what did, are his did, prices? Did Ian really pay $2,000 for that Dorito ball? Oh, <laughs> oh I'm close, dude. I, I literally have a fund waiting. I'm going to eat it on stream for a shenanigan. <laughs> I'm going to eat it on the channel for shenanigan. And the priest just sitting there going like, so, uh, $5 wasn't <laughs> enough? Can we get like a... Like a rate. Good lord. <laughs> oh my god. Is 20 good enough? I can go 25. <laughs> I can go 25. I, I hope what's this about a, this. What's this about a... What's this about a Serbian bottle? <laughs> bottle so the man bed? shoved his bottle up his rectum and then proceeded to break it with said rectum. <laughs> Due to the sheer force of his ejaculate. <laughs> Destroyed the bu- No, wait, okay. Off- Off camera- He just looks over at the fucking- The wine, like the- For the blood in the fucking, uh, body. Just eyeballing it throughout the whole congregation. <laughs> just like, we might have to do a little bit of a- A little bit of a demonstration, Mr- Mr. Justin. At this point, I'm not going to hell. I'm going to super hell. <laughs> You're going to hell three. Hell three. Hell to the third power. Hell squared, bro. Just chilling down there with Lucifer and Beelzebub. Like, so what did you do? Oh, you know, rebelled against God. What about you? Uh, I created gluttony. And you? I, uh, I convinced a priest to shove a glass <laughs> bottle up his ass. And decided to start a podcast with two of the most mentally unstable men in the state. Lucifer just mouth agape staring at you like, oh my... Fun fa- oh my god. Fun fact, I used to think that agape was pronounced agape, so I would unironically say <laughs> I would unironically say mouth uh, mouth agape. <laughs> I was only va- I was only vaguely mentally challenged. Did you did you just I can't fucking, wait to hear about it in a week. Did you just fucking see agape? Like you're f- No, I know like, agape. 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 I can't wait I can't wait to hear about in a fucking week. You talk about how your friends at work keep like saying like there he is standing mouth agape. <laughs> no, dude, it's it is literally happened though. Just just right quick, uh, Justin, you know Noble? Yeah, I know Noble. What's what's he doing? Bro, he literally drove. I was out like for my break the other day. I was walking out on my break, and Noble like drives up to me, rolls down the window, and screams, "Hey, Ian, why didn't you put your foot in the mac and cheese?" <laughs> and I ran, bro. I'm not kidding. I ran back inside embarrassed. Like, the idea of having... <laughs> having... <laughs> just crying, sprinting back inside. <laughs> no, like, I'm not a foot whore! I'm not a, I'm not a foot whore. I don't get spanked by my by my friend Ryan. I, I'm just a normal man. I, I like the idea now that, like, this podcast has now ruined your work life. Like, it's not normal anymore. I'm gonna go to work. They're gonna say, hey, what's up, agape? Ian, it's just for you, Ian, we're going to make that a shirt. I need you to spell that for me. A- it's spelled the same okay. way. No, 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 no. Agape. H- so at the end, there'll be an E with the apostrophe at the top of it. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's it. Ag- mouth agape. Agape. So wait, gape is G-A-P-E, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so it'd be A-G-A-P 
E with the apostrophe at the top of it. There you go. Agape. E with like the Spanish. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, right there. Over it. Why does it sound like? That's not an apostrophe. Well, either way, why does it sound like it? Why does it sound like an anime villain? <laughs> Mouth agape. You just, just sounds like you just you fucking watch. Just you fucking watch. After this episode fucking aired, there'll be some guy in Japan that's trying to you know an executive trying to make a brand new anime, and he's gonna be like, you know what? That that's the name right there. Agape. It's like you know what Goku? I don't even know him. Ichigo? No idea. Luffy? What even is the One Piece? Mouth Agape is my shit. Like this right here. This my 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 bros. Agape is gonna go far. All right, you're gonna see this shit on fucking trading cards. All right. <laughs> the new Pokemon. It's a new fucking Pokemon. Agape. It's just a big fucking mouth. What it's it just the like. fucking Pogger's face on him, like just shaking. And I'm just saying, like... if if anyone were to play Smash or Pass with Agape, we know what the right answer is. I gotta go. Um. Anyway. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. Good-